Hello, this is Dave McClary. Today we'll be reading Acts chapter 5, verses 12 through 16. You may recall from previous readings that Peter and John had been arrested and brought before the Sanhedrin, the religious leaders, for preaching the good news about Jesus. And believers Ananias and Sapphira had been struck dead for lying to God. Today's passage reads, The apostles were performing many miraculous signs and wonders among the people and all the believers were meeting regularly at the temple in the area known as Solomon's Colonnade. But no one else dared to join them, even though all the people had high regard for them. Yet more and more people believed and were brought to the Lord, crowds of both men and women. As a result of the apostles' work, sick people were brought out into the streets on beds and mats so that Peter's shadow might fall across some of them as he went by. Crowds came from the villages around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those possessed by evil spirits, and they were all healed. There are three things that stand out to me in this passage. First, the believers were meeting at Solomon's Colonnade, a porch that was on the east side of the temple, a place where Jesus was known to have walked and perhaps the most public place in the city. The crowd that worshipped at the temple could stand at a distance and watch what the believers were doing. Verse 14 says that more and more people were brought to the Lord both men and women. In first century Israel, women were considered second-class citizens, much like slaves. Their testimony wasn't allowed in court. Jewish women weren't allowed to divorce their husbands, but could be divorced for anything from burning the dinner to adultery. When women are mentioned by the rabbis, it's basically just to recommend that they be kept separate from both the men in the synagogue and at home, and that they not be seen in public any more than necessary. Given these cultural norms, our verse indicates that the Church of Jesus was much more inclusive than what first century society had seen before. While some of the onlookers had enough courage to step forward, join them, and continue to grow the church, many did not. We see in verse 13 that even though people thought of the believers with great respect, they did dare not join them. This could have been for several reasons, really all having to do with fear. The deaths of Ananias and Sapphira were most likely fresh in everyone's mind, perhaps making them afraid of the power that the apostles seemed to have. Another reason was likely the fear of arrest and persecution from the religious leaders opposed to Jesus' followers. These were events that had happened in the recent past, like Peter and John's arrest and appearance before the Jewish religious leaders. Again, this event was most likely fresh in everyone's mind. To be arrested by soldiers of the synagogue in the first century Israel would cause one to be shunned by society, friends, and family, not to mention the potential physical sufferings. Finally, we see in verses 15 and 16 that the apostles were healing the sick and demon-possessed. The signs and wonders that God enabled them to perform stirred up much talk throughout Jerusalem and the surrounding area. People wanted to believe that there was something special about Peter and they began seeking proximity to him in hopes of having some power pass over them. Many believed that the touch of Peter's shadow could heal the sick even if he took no notice of them. It wasn't his shadow that healed, but they were healed because they had faith in the power that was working through Peter, the power of the Holy Spirit. The power that was provided by the Holy Spirit to the first followers of Jesus is the same power that is within us today. Think about a time when you were able to do the impossible, or at the very least, the improbable. Do you really believe that you were able to do it within your own power? 
did you sense that there was perhaps a greater element, a, a greater power involved? I would invite you to consider that it was the power of the Holy Spirit that enabled you to complete that impossible task. So what is God calling you to do today? Think about a couple of things. First, are you being inclusive in your life as the early church was? Do you take the opportunity to reach out to the disenfranchised, the needy, the people that are different than you? If this isn't something that you normally do, is God asking you to take that step, that, that leap of faith? In doing this, not only could you make someone's day, but you'll be giving glory to God with this connection. Second, think about how it would have felt just coming out of the temple and seeing the apostles and other followers of Jesus worshiping. As you stand and listen to that worship, do you like what you hear? If you do, do you have the courage to step forward and join them? Or do you continue to walk out of the gate and go on with your life? After all, joining them could involve rejection, persecution, arrest, and even death. How could you possibly want that? That step is a public proclamation of your belief. If you like what you hear, do you take that leap of faith to join the believers? And so I ask that question of you today. Is God asking you to take that public step forward to share your faith with others? Here today, we certainly don't have the, to fear the same things that the followers of Jesus had to face, but there are fears nonetheless. The fear of ridicule, the fear of shunning, the fear of being classified as one of those. I know I've felt these fears, and I'm sure some of you have felt those too. Before I became a follower of Jesus, I looked at people who would share their faith with a certain amount of, well, not disdain, but, but rather a slight annoyance. The last thing I wanted to do after coming to Christ was to be an annoyance to people. But I have come to realize that this is what we, as followers, are called to do. I go out of my way to be conscious of the way I approach people about my faith and try and gauge their reactions to it. I've found that, in most cases, people are anxious to hear more about the good news of Jesus, and my past fears were unfounded. Today, I would encourage you to trust in the power of the Holy Spirit and step out in faith to witness to someone who might not know Jesus. You could make a huge difference in someone's life. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit, which gives us the power to do the impossible. We realize that it's sometimes difficult for us to step out of our comfort zone, both in the people we interact with and the topics that we choose to discuss among other people. We ask the Holy Spirit to empower us today to make that step, to reach out to someone, to proclaim the good news of Jesus and enable us to connect with someone who might feel disregarded in life. We do this for your glory and ask in Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day.